Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is Viewers Anonymous. What's going on with you, bro? Oh, man, I can't call it, man. Just out here putting out content, listening to content. Yo, so hold on, hold on. Before we get started, yo, did you yeah. hear, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. the three-pack from Drake, man? You know what I'm saying? The scary hours, too. You was able to get those in yet? Oh I've man, been li- I've been listening to uh Silk Sonic all day. Man, hey, I see I'm jumping on that next. I ain't had I ain't had a chance man. to get on it yet. I heard the track though. I heard the track though. Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Man, listen. You talking about good music? Whew. Hey. Oh yeah. I'm talking yeah. about I'm talking about old that- school, real instruments, all that. Like it sounds it sounds like perfection, bro. Oh, I'm def I'm definitely gonna be getting on that, man. Um, but I had I had a I heard a track I heard a track from it from uh from Ebro in the morning, cause yeah. uh, Ebro like is obsessed with this one song. He he told them to play that after like every break. So uh, so I was able to I was able to hear a track, but uh but they played all three of the uh the joints from Drake, man. Drake yeah. back in his bag, man. He he, he he's back in it. He's back in it, man. I so he was excited. It, it was exciting to hear that. Yeah, because he said something about moving in with him because uh, he <laughs> needs Jesus in his life or something like that. It yeah. was, it was, it was something like that, man. But um, he he never gonna let that go. But you know the funny thing about him and him and Yay, man, is like I remember listening to a podcast and they said, "Yo, people don't realize." They said uh, Kanye been trying to ruin Drake's career from the beginning. And they was like, yeah. what you mean? They said, said, think about it. Best I ever had video. That was Kanye's first video. That video was trash. Yeah. <laughs> that video was like the worst video ever. But and then what, they was, it's it's been like that since like Drake even, you know what I'm saying? Like Drake even dropped. Like remember, um, cause cause secretly, you know, him and him and Jay got like a little musical beef. They beat they beef is different though, but but to finish that That's point, good. but it's the, the, it's the same as it's the same as in the Kanye's I think. The the reason I think it's a little different is because, well, with Kanye, well, the other thing that somebody had mentioned, they said that listen to the best, not best I ever had, but uh, find your love. When you mm-hmm. listen to it, like the sound beat like sound like distorted, drink. like but it sound distorted though. It don't. It it's, sound no, it's like sound like that. Man, that shit is trash. The way Ooh, it sounds, the, I love the song. Go back and listen to um. Go back and listen to Love Lockdown. Love Lockdown sounds just like that. Man, he fucked that song up to me. No, right. that song. That song is fire. No, it's the song is fire. No, I'm talking the about the beat. It's supposed to sound that way. Yeah, he fucked it. To me, he fucked it up. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. Now, I loved the song, but I didn't like it. Yeah, him, him, and, and his beef with Kanye is to me is the same as his beef with Jay because 
they they at the top of the you know what I'm saying at the top of the mountain. And the only I think the only difference between Ye and and uh Jay is that Ye got pushed T. That's the only difference. And, and I'm gonna tell you what 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 I feel is different. What I feel is different is there's actually like rumors and stuff, and we don't know the truth about supposedly he slept with Kim. And he mentioned it in the track and all this type shit. And then I think yeah. that I, I think that theirs is a little more personal. And then like the whole thing of like, all right, fly here and help us with, you know what I'm saying, with this little album rollout that we got. And mm-hmm. while we do that, I'm gonna tell all your business. You know what I'm saying? And I think Drake took that well, shit personal. Well, that didn't that didn't come from Ye. You know, that came from uh that came from inside Drake Camp. So that didn't even have to do say. with Ye. No, no, no. That's it's been confirmed. Man, listen, from all I heard, he had a conversation with him. And there it was some stuff that had leaked. I heard that it was it was like two different like the whole son thing and then the name of the son. I heard that came from two different sources type of thing. But I think uh, his thing came was, from the same. It all came from Drake Camp. All that's from Drake's camp. Well, I still think it's different because with Jay Z, I think that's more of a, of a competitive type of thing. Because no, I mean, he was yeah, he was just on Scorpion, like he was just on Scorpion. And then not Ye, only that, Ye, on, Ye still be producing for him, and he still be writing for for Ye. Since when? It's always been like that. Yay, yay, wrote on Scorpion. I mean, yay, produced on Scorpion. Well, I don't be saying all of the shit. I, I, I don't get into it that deep. I mean, from, from, from my understanding, they didn't really rock with each other like that. I just feel, I see what you're saying. And look, you're probably right. But just for me on the outside being in, like I said, I don't really get into beats and all that. I just feel like him and, him and Jay Z's is more of a competitive battle type of thing. Cause they just like uh kill Jay Z. He said this is this is all nah this is this is all battle of the petty, bro. It's all battle of the petty. Drake did Girls Love Beyonce. Go back and listen to that song. Pay attention to what he's saying in that song. Then um go back and listen to Pound Cake. Same situation. It's it's just it's all a petty thing between just niggas that got bars. Like um the the uh the one joint that came out on the Judas and the Black Messiah uh soundtrack with the one that uh jay did with nipsey he how he started his verse scorpion bricks way before aubrey double this 40 on my lap clap sound like 40 did the mix like that's a shot a lot of you just think that he's just saying it no that's he letting drake know like nigga you i still ain't gone like that's a shot it's the same thing with kanye kanye do the same thing drake do the same thing with them it's just that a lot of people don't understand it like really that's just them being competitive with each other like it really ain't no real beef at the end of the day you know what i'm saying like this is just like this is more so like you know what i'm saying picture picture like three three of the best basketball players just playing 21 you know what i'm saying like that's like kobe lebron and, and mike playing on the on the same court playing 21 it's gonna get aggressive they're gonna talk some trash they're gonna say some shit that probably shouldn't be said but right after you know what I'm saying they walk off the court it's all respect and everybody piecing it up 
That's how I look at it, at least. I hear what you're saying, and I'm not saying that you're wrong. I I just feel I just feel that the with the three of them, like with Drake being in the middle, I feel like Kanye's is a little different. Yeah, I mean, even even though Kill Jay Z, he said uh, he said you stab on over some records, and he was saying because you saying that he's talking too mm-hmm. reckless. So it's like, and then when that goes mm-hmm. back to, um, I think it was it wasn't on a song. Oh man, what album was that? I think it was. Well, Blueprint it too. Was it more life? No, it was. Uh, no, no. Drake. Drake about, put uh, out. Drake, Drake put out a single. He put out a single, mm-hmm. and Jay Z had like two bars on it. Mm-hmm. And you could tell oh, that his voice about, was short. You talking about pop style? You talking about pop style? Yeah, pop style. Yeah, and that was that was that was a a, a Kanye thing. Kanye shortened his verse because he was like he was pissed off at Drake. So like my thing is that the clear, shit that, that Kanye in real life in real life that was the clearest issue. So what? So what song is he talking about then? Because that's he what I, that's what... he talking about pop style, but it's really just a clearance issue. It ain't had nothing to do with no no beef for real, for real. Because Drake, can't, I mean, because Ye couldn't have determined whether or not the uh, whole verse was gonna be long or short. That that didn't have nothing to do with him as Drake's song. Man, this shit got me all confused. I mean, that's that's what I took from it. I was just yeah. like, when he said that you, because I knew who, when he said um, over some records, I knew he was talking about Drake. Like, no, no, he talking about he talking about Un Rivera. Who the fuck is that? Long time ago, he stabbed Un Rivera in the club. He, he Ooh, Kanye? On, um, no, Jay Z, allegedly, but he um he's it, his the dude's name is Lance Rivera. They call him On or whatever. But um, I forgot what song it is. But he say um he say something and he say sorry Lance. I ain't. He said sorry Lance. I ain't making you the butter. The line goes some way. He goes sorry Lance. I don't mean to something, but I—I I mean, I don't mean to make—I ain't mean to make you the butt of my jokes. I forgot how to fucking bar though. But he done said the shit over. Um, he done said the shit in, in on Blueprint Two, and it's just that's a that's a that shit ain't got nothing to do with Drake. That's some old shit. That shit happened when we was in like middle school, high school. Okay, then that makes no sense to do that on a song that's directed towards Kanye the whole time. Like Kill Jay Z was. A, a song all about Kanye. No, it wasn't. So why would he? Yeah, it was. No, it was not. He talked yeah. about Kanye. Listen, he talked about Kanye. But if you go back and listen to that song, his song is when he say "kill Jay Z." He talking about his ego. He not talking about nobody else. He really talking about himself. Because he's saying like, "You gave this nigga, you gave this nigga twenty, twenty, whatever, twenty thousand for." Uh, what do you say? Thirty minutes or some shit like that. Like he said, like it ain't had shit to do with. It ain't had shit to do with him. You know what I'm saying? Like Sean Carter. It had shit to do with Jay Z. He knew that he shouldn't have did it, but him being Jay Z, he had to do it, or it was gonna look a certain way. Like he talked about image and he talked about ego in that song. Man, the way I took, it, I thought when when he said. I gave you 20 million and you gave me 20, 20 minutes on stage. That was when Kanye. What was he thinking? Yeah. Like, when... fuck, 
that's what he said. He like, fuck what you thinking? Like you knew he wasn't gonna, you knew he wasn't gonna deliver like you was supposed to, but you still went through with it because you you figured that if you did that, it was gonna look a certain way. That's image and ego. That's the that's what the whole song is about. That's what he that's why I said you stabbed und over some records. Like, think about that, my nigga. Like, you you did a you you tried to commit crime over over a fucking record, my nigga. Like, think about you. That's ego. And then you know what I'm saying? You giving this nigga the money for him to perform, knowing that he's not gonna give you what he's supposed to give you. That's image. Like you doing it, you know what I'm saying? He he's speaking on doing shit for the wrong reasons. And really, the song is really about him checking himself, him reflecting. That's why I saying kill Jay-Z. Like it's it's not Sean Carter making moves, it's Jay-Z making the moves. You you know what I'm saying? You portraying this image that really you not. And you doing all this shit that really you ain't supposed to be doing. And it's going against your better judgment. It's going against who you really are. And you don't you let this, you you know what I'm saying? Like you let this moniker take you over. That's really all it is. Well, we went on a straight music tangent right there. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, that's good shit. Though. That's good shit. Though. That's good shit. Though. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, but before we get into it though, man, how you been? Everything good? Man, everything is amazing, man. Um, I took, you know, said I took uh some days off. You know, what I'm saying, got some rest and relaxed. You know, uh, you know, just uh getting my mind cleared up, man, and getting my body right, and you know, what I'm saying, make sure I'm getting enough sleep, that kind of stuff, and uh. Catching up on all this stuff I've been missing, you know what I'm saying? Um, Coming to America 2 came out today. Watch that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Making sure I keep up on Snowfall, finish up WandaVision. Um, what else did I watch, man? I, I've been I've been I've been really just sitting back and just watching, watching, watching stuff. Catching up on some podcasts that I missed. And it's been it's been going good, man. It's been going good. I can't complain. How about yourself, man? Oh uh, man, like uh, you know, what I'm saying like I was telling you earlier, I, I watched the 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 original uh, coming to America last night because mm-hmm. my old lady said she never she never seen it all the way through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which was, which you think is nuts? It's like how how in the hell could you not watch this movie all the way through? Like you know I just what I'm saying? had this that is conversation like, too. <laughs> yo, this is wow, man. This, my little cousin, man, this is nuts. So it did mm-hmm. at the end. She was like, she didn't even think it was that funny. But I was like, look, well, we ain't, we ain't gonna get into that. So then, like, um, hey man, so, that's, why, that's you know, why I don't watch funny movies with women, man. They ruin everything. They ruin everything, hey, I, man. Hey, I still, I still, <laughs> hey, I still had mine. She, she got, uh, she was getting mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Because there are some parts where oh, she was on. like, "Nah," she said, "I don't want to hear you saying that." I said, "Look, man," I said, "Look, it's gonna be what? a few of them, man. I got hey, to." Man. I said, "A few anytime, of them, hey, I had to." Anytime I watch that, listen, I be watching that. I, I gotta sometimes I gotta stop watching it, bro, because I damn near start quoting the whole movie. That's my hey, the whole movie. movie. The whole you movie, bro. Right? No, Martin Luther King. Yes, I did. He said, that motherfucker said, <laughs> I walked around the corner, motherfucker punched me in my chest. I look up, Martin Luther King. I said, what's the king? That's the king. What's the punch me in the chest for? He said, hey, shit, nigga. I know who he was. <laughs> that's was, that was <laughs> hey, that's my shit. Hey, bro. Hey, that shit, that shit had me cracking up. But, uh, yeah, man. So, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, so, I'm, I'm watching part two tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I have, I'm a, um, I'm gonna get in one division. You know what I'm saying? I'm caught yeah. up. I just gotta watch today's episode. But yo, man, this motherfucking uh y'all, trust me, we're gonna get to it, but I just had to mention this. So you text me because you 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 went past me. Uh because mm-hmm. I when I had said something to you about behind her eyes, you know what I'm saying? Netflix, you haven't started Netflix it yet. TV show. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? A limited series. And I was on part four when you started. So yeah. then I watched part five, and then you hit me with like, yo, what it is? So I'm yeah. like, hold on. I'm like, don't tell me. I said, don't tell me. I'm watching it tonight. And when I tell you, spoiler alert, yo, that motherfucking hey, twist. Let's, let's make a rule real hey. quick. We got to make a rule. <laughs> we don't do, we don't say spoiler alert on this show. <laughs> we already got that disclaimer in the, in the intro. We ain't got to say spoiler yeah. alert. They already know when they come here, we talking, man. We getting to it. Yo, when they show now, okay, now you said you noticed it. Okay, this is when I started to notice something was funny. Okay. When I started to notice something was funny was when I'm trying to remember what went first. But mm-hmm. when when I started thinking things was funny, mm-hmm. now I didn't know it was a twist, but when I thought stuff was funny, when when dude said that he was going back to tell the police like what happened, and then when she dropped, you know what I'm saying, old dude off in, into the well, the watch went down there. So that's what she had over him because if somebody find that, your watch is down there so you can never tell on me and all this type of stuff. So it was a good setup for them to like basically stay together forever type of thing. But when I, mm. when I noticed it, you might have noticed it before me, but when, when, when black girl went over there trying to save Oh, girl, because she knew that she was going, you know, quote unquote, kill herself or whatnot. And then mm-hmm. she sat there and she uh, sat on the porch and she did the little thing. And then, mm-hmm. you know, so her little thing started floating. And so then mm-hmm. you notice the old girl thing is floating. And I was like, yo, if this motherfucker go into that other motherfucker, <laughs> I said, yeah. this shit is going to be wild. And then that's exactly what happened. And I was like, yeah, and then another thing that I thought was funny was the the shooting up because the thing is we never saw her shoot up, and we didn't. But and we didn't even we know saw the dude. We didn't even know why she was in the rehab. You know what? They never. Well, I think that they put her in there because of what happened with her parents, and and I think That's that what, they what maybe I'm saying. they never told us. They never yeah, they never told us. The and so, man, when I seen the other thing going to the other person and up, but I was like, so I'm sitting here fucked up. And then I start to think, and because they went back to the past again, and then it hit me. I was like, the motherfucker switched. And then he killed the original, and this motherfucker been a dude the whole time. In a girl body, I said, "Yo, I'm sorry. That's some gay shit. I'm sorry." I was like, "I'm sorry, man." Because okay, so that is what it is. But remember, this is when I caught on, right? I caught on when he took the picture of them. Yeah, because he, he he was looking at it funny. Remember when he was sitting there, and he initially when they showed it, he was he rubbed her side of the picture, right? Mm-hmm. Go back and watch it. He ain't rubbing her side. He blocking her out. When they show it, he just moving his thumb down. But he blocking her out. Now, remember before, way before all of that, when they first met, and they was in the tree talking. They sitting there, they talking, whatever. And the lady, the nurse or whatever, she come up and she like, hey, you know, such and such. So, uh, uh, I forgot what the name is. He on the phone for you. 
she hopped down off the uh out the tree and she run to the phone then when she when he get down she say something to him or whatever and she like um if you think that she's gonna fall for you she's not she's already in love with that guy and then he walk off and he say the joke's on you because he said i like, like cop so that let me know right there oh this nigga gay then remember they was outside smoking and she was like, how did you sneak this in? How did you even get time to be able to do this? And he was like, oh, it's nothing. It was just a little blowjob for one of the security guards. So the whole time, it wasn't never about being her, her. dude. Because I thought I thought it was, it was him trying to get with her. It wasn't never that. Mm-hmm. He was just really being her friend. And he loved her, like, in a genuine love. Like, this is my best yeah. friend. Once he got to the castle, he realized once dude get there, she gonna kick me out. So when he seen dude and everything was cool, it wasn't no beef. Remember, he started liking because remember he he went to the oven was like, "Can I help you with that?" And then he put the little bird in and he looked up at him with that little glance, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, he liked this dude." And that's when I knew. I said, "Oh, it's about to get real good from this point on." And then when I when I seen that part where he was touching on the camera, I knew. I was like, oh, yeah. I said, he about to do something dirty. And it just so happened, it, I, it didn't click to me until the one scene, I forgot, it was like a couple scenes after when she went to go buy everything, she's shooting up. And I'm like, why the fuck is she doing drugs? Like, that don't make sense. And then they hit me. I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot, dude, this is a drug addict. And that's when, mm-hmm. he, when, when he was on the camera. I was like, yo, this shit is wild. And then he put himself into the black girl. And then it's like, yo, like, he's going to know that she's different. Like, it might sound the same and all that type of shit. He ain't even think twice. Yeah, he didn't think twice because he ain't thinking about it right now because he just know that he don't have to worry about his wife no more. He didn't even know his own girl was different. True. He was just sick of her. I'm like... Fam, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You don't realize, like, all that shit changed? And then, but then what makes this different, and, and I knew at the end of that movie, now you tell me what you think, and then we'll get it on the snowfall. When, after they got married, and they riding, and they're like, yo, let's go to such and such, get on this boat. And the kid said, you don't like boats, remember? Yes. And then that look that she gave, I was like, yo, little man, you about to stay with your pops, you know? <laughs> you, no, you coming back. Before that, bro, even before that, when she went to go he, get him from his dad's house, and they was man, she was pushing him and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. She shoved that nigga on the sidewalk like, move, nigga. Hey, bro, that shit had me roll. I'm like, yo, like this nigga is flagrant. I'm like, hey, that is rude, bro. Why you do that hey, like that? Straight bro? up rude. But even before, like, he knew, like, you know the mannerisms of your parents. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he, yeah. he knew, like, even even her just standing there, he didn't even get up to her yet. And he knew something was something off. Was off. That yeah, little kid was knew off. something was off. That's yeah. wild, though. But anybody, you know, you got the time, go check out Behind Her Eyes. That great shit was show. wild. It, yeah, it started out show. slow. But once you get to once like once you get to the end, it was all worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. It's, it's worth, worth it. it. So it's the end. 
All right, man. So uh, we definitely, man. We we, we on uh, we on uh, season four, episode three, man. Uh, yes, Snowfall. You know what I'm saying? I watched it twice, and it was, uh, you know, it was wild. Our, our predictions were wrong. Um, they only, um, as far as mine. Not yet. Not yet. I don't think so. Well, I th- so it was just for the season because I, I I was just going off episode three what I thought was gonna happen, mm-hmm. and um. But you know, Jerome, we didn't see much of Jerome, but he he seemed, you know, he seemed all right. Um, as far as uh-uh. I don't think he was. You think you think, think he still? Was, I think you was right about that one. Yeah, because man, boy, man, boy, was like, what's up, killer? You know what I'm saying? All of this stuff. He was like, how you he popping? Like you he could tell it. You could tell it irked him a little bit. Yeah, it did. It did. I mean, maybe, maybe I was a little right. Like I, I wanted to see more of like. You know, if maybe a, a night sweat or you know what I'm saying, or a situation where he's like dreaming about yeah. it and you know, and he's like fucked yeah. up over it. But, but you know, um, you know, one of your predictions was gonna be a heavy man boy. Um, they didn't really get into man boy as much. It was that one little right. meeting and he was just saying that business was better between us. But, and, and that right there should be an indication to them. And you know, Auntie, she ain't like that shit. When he was like, "Yo, things was going mm-hmm. good," and it was just us three. And he was like, "Since mm-hmm. you know, since his Frank came back, it's kind of shaky." And she was like, "You don't mm-hmm. know what you talking about." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that right there should let them know, like, "Yo, we we need to keep a, a tighter eye on Man Boy because yeah, why why would he say that? You know what I'm saying? And and then with Scully not being dead, maybe they could put the pieces together." Of trying to see, you know, what man boy is doing behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but at the same time, you gotta remember, man boy think he killed Scully, so he, no, he don't th- know either. I think, I think he know he didn't kill. That's interesting. That's, that's my that? assumption. Why you my, my assumption is, I, I think that when when he shot him, I think he shot him in the arm intentionally, because I think that. That he feels that the best way for them to go forward, I think he wants to get Franklin out of here, and he knows that if he can get Scully, because he knows Scully them is bat shit crazy, and his whole crew can take Franklin out, and they won't. Because the thing is, if Franklin get taken out, if they just take Franklin out, Man yeah. Boy is looking at I could just take over Franklin's part, and they won't. You know, they won't uh, have me as a suspect because Scully was the one. Scully and his guys took him out. So I'm in the wind. So I think that he knew, like, I'm going to shift the, the attention away from me and put it on mm-hmm. Scully and have Scully people go take Franklin out. And then really the only way we're going to make this money is y'all go through me because they're not going to fuck with Scully anymore. Yeah. See, the only the only thing about that is, like, I, I think it's weird, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know in the first uh, first two seasons, they talked about how, you know what I'm saying, like a lot more people starting to get product in from different places and everything like that. But the only difference between them and Franklin is Franklin is getting it directly from the source. Like, he getting it from the main source. So he don't have to worry about nothing for real. As long as he follow what Teddy is doing and keep cool with Teddy – Everything else is gonna be good. So now that 
you know what I'm saying, you got all of this shit happening, I feel like they not they not really using their brain. Like, okay, say if man, boy, and Scully get Franklin out of here. Well, that's their distribution. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything gone. We see how it's working with Leon. Leon ain't really got no connects. You know what I'm saying? He's struggling for real because he don't really want to fuck with Franklin like that. So now, you know what I'm saying, you see that he got to cut his down so much where they complaining about it. You know what I'm saying? We just, we, we seen it where Wanda was out there complaining to him like, yo, y'all selling us bullshit and this shit ain't even really doing nothing compared to what you used to have. Like, yo, what the fuck going on? So it's like, we see how it can be and then we see how it is at the same time. Like, I think that was a very interesting, um, I think that was a very interesting scene the way that they put that together because it's like, you know, we seen that Franklin and Leon, you know what I'm saying, they beefing still kind of and then we thought they was gonna piece it up on, in, in uh, you know what I'm saying, the, the previous two seasons, but it didn't work. It kind of put more strain, uh, uh, more strain on the relationship that they had or the friendship that they had. So now that you know what I'm saying, like Leon is kind of you know letting his pride and his ego get in front of it. You can see that everything's starting to fuck up where he at. So it's like, yo, you know what I'm saying, like these motherfucking fiends is coming and complaining. They ain't. They ain't really coming back like they supposed to. So I look at it like if they take Franklin out, then you know what I'm saying? Where they 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 can't go to Teddy. They don't know who Teddy is for real. Or even if they do know who Teddy is, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't have that connection. So I look at it like the, the truth of the matter is if they do fuck up Franklin, if they do kill Franklin then everything goes to shit and they lose all their money they lose all their power they ain't got nothing from that point uh i i I think it's some truth to that but then at the same time the, the way that the government was flooding this shit in i feel like if franklin goes down then they're just gonna go to the next person to you know what i'm saying because the whole thing is 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 to really just to to keep getting this money mm-hmm. to do all of the illegal shit, not illegal shit, but like to, they're using all this illegal money to do just regular shit in America, right? So I yeah, think that they're, they're going to keep it going. They're just going to find... Yeah. And yeah. I think that they're just going to find somebody else just to, you know what I'm saying, so the profit don't stay the same. So I think see, that... It's not- even though maybe it won't be, be real, I don't think it's gonna be in that same vein though. Like, if you look at if you look at the way, you know, what I'm saying like how Franklin is. Like Franklin is calculated with everything that he does, and I think that's why Teddy was so eager to make sure that he kept him on his hip because it's like this kid ain't like the rest of them. You know, what I'm saying he's not no street kid. He not like this kid got a brain. He know how to move. He know how to maneuver. He quick. He can adjust. So. I think with Franklin move, maneuvering everything, controlling everything, shit's going the way it's going because of Franklin. If you put Man Boy or Scully in that situation, it's not going to be the same thing. You're gonna have a lot of issues. You know what I'm saying? You you might not even have the uh, you might not even have the profits that you're supposed to be having. You know what I'm saying? Because this motherfucker ain't no telling what he gonna do to it. Ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no telling how he gonna make the shit work. Especially Scully. Scully gonna probably gonna fuck around, and kill everybody. 
Yeah, and uh, like like I was saying, like it, I don't think it would be Reed because like Reed is already like when all the shooting like, stuff was going down, mm-hmm. he was like, "Yo, could you you know talk to them and try to settle this so business could you know go smoother?" Yeah. But um, but to but to something else like you know Gustavo you know was waiting on you know Teddy you know slash Reed whatever, mm-hmm. um, and one thing we didn't mention last week was uh, we knew it was the cop people, but they wrote. A hundred grand on the yeah. on the ground with blood, and that's what they asked for. And yeah. you know, Reed told him, "Yo, this is highway robbery." He was like, "We're not gonna, you know, make any money that way if we give you a hundred thousand. He was like, "All we ask you to do is look the other way." And he's like, "Well, that's what it cost me look uh, to look the other way." So Estavo's pissed, so he goes after him, row after he now not Reed down, and so Reed called up his people. And Estavo was just gonna do old school. Hey, he was gonna. You remember, like one of my favorite DMX tracks, right? Yeah. Was uh, was Crime Story, right? Mm-hmm. On uh, it's dark and hell is hot. And yeah. he was like, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, he said, murders on my mind. Load up the weapons. Um, no half steppings. Like motherfuckers want war, you can get it. Cause I'm tired of running. Remember me as the nigga that died gunning kamikaze. Uh, C4 scratch to the chest, run up in that bitch, raw dog, fuck the vest, all that type of shit. And then so he goes into uh the precinct of 14, say you motherfuckers looking for me. Here I am. Now you coming with me. And he blew the whole police station up. So anyway, yeah. that was the style of a whole thing. Like, I'm going in this bitch raw dog and I'm fucking all y'all up. No plan, no it nothing. Was so, no, no, it was so smooth the way he did it though. He walked through the strip club first. No, you oh no, no, that's what no. You're going too far. I'm talking about when when he was sitting in the car. Remember, he left mm-hmm. he left Reed after he knocked him down. And mm-hmm. he was sitting in the car across the street from the police station. And he right. go to walk in, and then they hit him upside the head, and then he woke up tied to a chair. No, this is this is you're right, you're right, you're right. You're absolutely right. Okay, so that's that's when they had that's when he had basically told him uh who he was. You right. Yeah, he's CIA. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And now see so this, what do you think? This is, that's interesting because now Gustavo knows, right? And all mm-hmm. of this shit is happening. But like he said, he said, I'm going to ride with you as long as you, you know what I'm saying? As long as we kill the motherfuckers who did this shit. Yeah. I ain't got no. So remember, he told him, though, he was like, yo, he was like, nobody gets away with killing a DA. He was like, so basically, yeah, you should have known what it was. So Gustavo was sitting in there when they would remember when they had got after everything had happened or whatever. So do you think now that with everything that had transpired as far as him basically revealing himself to Gustavo, them having the conversation that they had, and like you said, this before that he had went and, and uh went WWE on everybody. Um do you think now that they recruit Gustavo as an agent? Uh, I think I think they already I think they already did. I think with with uh, with him letting him get away with killing a DEA agent, I think that he knew. I think that he had a, an inkling of it, but then mm-hmm. like once Reed told him, he was like, "Yeah, I like I should have known." Like, and Reed told him. You know, you killed a, you killed a DEA agent and nothing happened to you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and like he said, and Estavo sees like, yo, 
it's really better to be on this side because I'm protected. He retold him, like, yo, you protected over here. Yeah. You know, so I think that Estavo is more like he might be more Rambo now because he knows, like, yo, ain't nobody gonna fuck with me. I'm fucking, I'm fucking part of the CIA now. So yeah. no matter what, ha- I can sit here, I can make this money and still be the same person that I am and ain't shit gonna happen to me. So that's Nothing why he's able to, to roll up in a club, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. kill a dude and write 100000 on his damn forehead with a knife. Man, vicious. Man, very vicious. And so then what Reed was mad about, he was like, yo, like, and that's the thing, the CIA approved these motherfuckers to go kill these motherfuckers. Just said that y'all got to do it on his own property and it can't be mm-hmm. no casualties with regular citizens. Mm-hmm. Yo, this shit is wild, dude. But Yo, the then, way that they, the way that they came through though, was so crazy. Just the, it's just them two, and they picked yep. up everybody in the goddamn facility. About twelve people. <laughs> Man, what? But see, this is the thing though. This lets you know that that Reed, Teddy, whatever you want to call himself. This lets you know that he a lot deeper into this shit than we've seen. Because mm-hmm. remember when we first seen him, he was basically just intelligence. Yep. He wasn't on. The, he wasn't in the field or none of that. So now we really getting a chance to see him work throughout. You know what I'm saying? Get out there and physically be a part of this shit compared to really being behind the desk and just pushing papers. So I think that. We 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 went deeper into his story in season three, you know what I'm saying, with his dad, with his brother and shit like that, like the the struggles and that he ex. had. Yep, and his ex, you know what I'm saying? The struggles that we had, and then don't forget about his son and shit like that. So it's like now we starting to see, I think we're gonna see a different side of Reed. I think we're gonna finally get a chance to really see him be covert. You know, saying uh, uh, black ops double agent, we really gonna get a chance to see him uh, basically be um, what's the what's the, uh, the Jason Bourne of, of Snowfall? Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, so let, let's get in. Let's get in on uh, your favorite character, Irene, man. So, uh, <laughs> so Irene, she, you know, she meets with this cop and dude. It's like, you know, he want to get Franklin out the street. And yeah. he's like, you know, this dude got away with murder. And, like, Irene is like, what you talking about? She, he's like, this dude be the whole murder case. She said, he said, mm-hmm. we indicted him and everything. And just all of a sudden, he got out. And mm-hmm. Irene is like, there's no record of that. And he looked at her and he was like, you know how I am. You know how hard I dig into things. Like, there's no record of this. That right there should tell you there's some higher ups. That's like protecting Franklin. Get your ass out of there. Once again, somebody she had a, this lady. And then, and then a second opportunity comes up where they meet again and he tells him, tells her basically that, like, yo, there's some higher up people here and this is as far as I go. And he was like, you keep going, you're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And then... And I'm gonna tell you why I know she's gonna keep going forward. So now we found out that she is divorced yeah. and got a child yeah. with a daughter that she don't speak yeah. to. 
because she she picked her career over her family. Hey, listen, that's what I like to see. That's what I like <laughs> to see. You gonna keep you gonna keep digging. Eventually, you gonna end up in the grave. That's something my great grandma used to say. You keep digging. Eventually, you gonna end up in the grave. Y'all can take that if y'all want it. But I'm telling you now, keep on. You gonna get your daughter kidnapped. You gonna get your bald head husband or ex husband kidnapped too. And it's gonna be bad stuff to happen. Put this story down. Move on. Go go find out what whatever celebrity was doing in the '80s at the time. This ain't for you, Irene. Get your ass on. Get your ass out of there. You about to ruin the whole goddamn operation and expose the government for what? Because you want to tell the truth, bitch. Keep it moving. Shit. If, if if she keep fucking around, it might not even be Franklin who takes her out. It might be the fucking government to take her out. Cause be, like, yo, like Teddy. you did. It's like, yo, you digging in our business and you need to sit your ass down. And this I don't think she's going to stop. Be Teddy Gustavo, the new, the newly appointed CIA. Operative, <laughs> you gonna kill this bitch. I'm telling you, I can't wait hey, for her yo. to die. I'm telling you, if she don't die this season, I'm going to be pissed. Yo, my guy, Irene is out of here. My guy. Out of here, man. She got another be, man. person. She gotta be, and another, and another person on their way. You know what I'm saying? It's the old cop dude. You know what I'm saying? So they, Franklin, meets with him at a restaurant, and dude, this this was to me this was the dopest scene, like all the episode three. Yeah. Franklin sitting there, and it it gave me the vibes of uh, Frank Lucas. Because they showed my man sitting there. Cause you remember when Frank used to eat, like my man used to sit at the, at the bar. So my man, yeah, at the diner. So he's sitting there, and he was like, he's like, uh, so you're not hungry? He was like, yeah, you know, my stomach is a little, you know, a little this that. And he was like, well, that's what's happened when you're stressing. And he was like, uh, you know, and he was just like, he told him about, yo, I'm stressing about how you, you know, got into my dad's face or whatnot. And he was like, yo, you're trying to get me killed. He's like, yo, if he was like, I gave you money to do a job. He's like, if you don't like the job, okay. But I, I'm giving you money, but you know, to do a job. And he was like, but if you come to my family again, you know, it's gonna be some problems. And he was like, oh what? So Franklin, he he stands up and he smiles. And so, <laughs> and the hardest part was. When this motherfucker looked at him and said, "Oh man, how did he say?" He was like, uh, "You have a you have a good day, officer." Oh, and that before that, he said, oh, "He said, yeah. do your job." He said, "Do your job and shut the fuck up." Oh, <laughs> and then he said, job. "Have a good day." Yo, Franklin is what? ill, my guy. Man, listen, ill. and 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 he told him, "Go ahead, go ahead." And hold on, and he told him, "What this is what he said." He said, you had something on me four months ago, but you decide to take the money. And then he said, so do your job and shut the fuck up. Then have a nice day. Listen, listen. Franklin is a smart dude, bro. And I think this is why this show is is going at, at the rate that it's going and going at the, at the uh, precipice that it's going to. Because you don't have that hot-headed cowboy, you know what I'm saying, shoot him up, Wild West type 
uh, drug dealer. You really got somebody who is thinking with his brain and he really calculated. He knows how to move. He's not, you know what I'm saying? He ain't just out here just making deals. No, he knows how to operate. And I think that with Franklin controlling everything, and that's why I said, I don't think that they'll ever touch Franklin because he knows how to operate. The way that he worked his cop was so smooth. Because remember, we forget the, the, the whole deal that his mom even came up with to work with, you know what I'm saying, that what was it, the governor or the mayor or something like that? Man, this, this uh my old uh what's my old dude name? Paul Davis, who is, you know what I'm saying, my man Dickinson from damn the shy. So he, oh, he, he he's a dirty politician in two shows, man. I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? But like the fact that you have, you know what I'm saying, like you got that person back with you. So you know what I'm saying? His mom goes to meet with him and they have the conversation. And I thought it was dope that they, you know what I'm saying, that the mom is, you know what I'm saying, as calculated as she is. Because you kind of see where Franklin gets it from. You know what I'm saying? Like the the second episode we see, you know what I'm saying, they sitting at the table and she like, yo, you know, everything that's going on, you know, you're making the wrong move. Let's Let's do this the legal way. That way, if everything, you know what I'm saying, crumbles, you still going to be okay at this point. So she like, we're going to make a sizable donation, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get next to some politicians. We really going we really going to put this plan into action. And I think that his mom is really the, 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 the glue for all of this. Because, you know what I'm saying, we see how he reacted to his dad when his dad was trying to get him not to go you know what I'm saying, to the to the operation that they, or the, the setup that they tried to go to, you know what I'm saying, you see that he really don't have that connection with his dad, but his mom is really like the the rock, you know what I'm saying, like she's the foundation, so when he talked to his mom, you notice like he don't really, he don't really have that same aggression towards his mom as he has towards his dad, I think that's a great, you know what I'm saying, thing that they throw into the mix, but his mom is really the, the, the brain behind the situation, bro. Like, for her to even come up with that idea to make the donation, to, you know what I'm saying, to even come up with the plan to buy the plot that dude trying to, you know what I'm saying, get to. Like, all of this shit is really Sissy Saint behind the mix. So it's like Franklin Saint is, is, is the face of it. Sissy Saint is the brain. Yeah, because, like, and then – the the ruthlessness in two different situations like yeah so the cop didn't listen to franklin you know coming right. there with a fake warrant take his mom for a ride mm-hmm. and basically mm-hmm. like yo frank killed a good man took her to uh oh what's my man name the cop that he killed uh um, old girl dad um so andre took it took a, andre took it to andre's grave it was like saying mm-hmm. a good man all the type shit franklin killed him so she called them to come pick her up, and she's like, yo, get the deal done. And they had to get the deal done for the fact that so the one thing that they wanted. Interesting scene, too. They, Very interesting scene. Oh, yeah. And then my man gets called into the cop office. He's like, yo, you been transferred. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, I don't know who mama you fucking with, yeah. but you fucking with the wrong one. And he was like, man, you not got transferred. Now he's damn in evidence. <laughs> so he's off the street. 
greatness. Greatness. Let's go. I love this show. Hey. <laughs> I love this show. Hey, and then and then the other ruthlessness was so before the before he came with the fake warrant that my man is arguing with them because he didn't want them to lose their bookstore because they've been in that bookstore all their life. So uh, he's not yeah, built for it. Yeah, Alton, he, he wasn't he wasn't prepared to to do that. But mm-hmm. since he's like, yo, if we do this for him, he could do other things for us. Exactly. And this is one of the casualties that have to be done. But this is the thing. They gave them opportunity. See, th- this is where I am with this. Sometimes you have to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. We understand you've been in this store, for, you've been in this location for over 30 years. This man gave you a check that's twice the value of what it's worth. And they was giving you a free lot to move to a better location. Maybe it's not in the, the black community like you want it to be, but it's still an opportunity to run your business. Mm-hmm. You tell Franklin, after Franklin says, yo, we sold this lot. We got another space for y'all if you want it. But you know what I'm saying? Either way, you're out of here by Friday. And she's like, fuck you. Frank, mm-hmm. like, hey, well, you know. Hey, now you can just go roll with your check. You also got to remember that's not the way Franklin framed it either. Franklin was saying that basically getting an investment group to where all the black businesses can kind of keep control of their situation. And when he came back and told them what was going on, he basically was like, yo, psych. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I told you this, but that's really how it's about to happen. Yes, but at the same time, Franklin wasn't necessarily putting them out of business. Like you just got to well, relocate. I think that I think that with with everything, like, and we got to remember this is the this is in the eighties too. So you know what I'm saying? We still we we would maybe fifteen twenty years off of you know what I'm saying the Black Panthers, you know what I'm saying the Civil Rights Movement and everything else. So that Black Pride is still kind of strong. And this is why I say, like, this show mm-hmm. is so great because, you know, when you look, when you're watching it, you don't feel like you're in the 80s, but you know you're in the 80s. So we still got to remember, like, with those older characters, you know, they still have that, that sense of black pride. They still have that sense of this is home. They still have that sense of, you know what I'm saying, like, this is this is what we're trying to do. So when Franklin comes to them and lets them know, like, this is, you know what I'm saying, an opportunity for basically for us to be investors and, you know what I'm saying, y'all basically going to be in the group with us. And once he gave him the check and everything else, I felt where she was coming from when she said what she said. Like, yeah, like, fuck you. Like, you didn't, this ain't how you framed it to me. This ain't how you gave it to me initially. If you did, because, and I, and of course we know that if he had told her the truth about everything, she'd have said no, or they'd have said no. But, he did what he had to do, of course, but at the same time, like, I didn't really look at her like, oh, she fucked up. It was more so like, you know what I'm saying, with everything that she did, you know what I'm saying, we've seen in the previous seasons how she helped Franklin, you know what I'm saying, and, and gave him some knowledge with some books and shit like that. And they built kind of a connection. It was like, you could see that she kind of felt betrayed. You know what I'm saying? You could see that she kind yeah. of looked at him like, 
she looked at, you know, some other side. So it was like, I got where she was coming from. You know what I'm saying? You, you kind of felt that little, you know what I'm saying, that little tinge too. But it made sense because, like you said, they gave him a check. They gave him a, you know what I'm saying, a free plot where they didn't have to pay anything on. It was already paid off. Then on top of that, like you said, the check was double what the place was worth. So it was like, you know, we giving you an opportunity at a better situation, but you know, you so, um, you know, so you you want to stand solid on what you're talking about. So it's like, you know, you ain't taking it because remember she said, you know, keep your silver, do this. No, she said keep your silver, devil. That's what she said. Keep your silver, devil. We don't want it. And it's like, damn, like he trying to, you know, what I'm saying like he, you, we know because we looking at it, but it's just like. Damn, you kind of feel sorry for it, but at the same time, it's like, yo, why don't you take that shit and go make some money and make a real living? So it's like, you kind of get at a, you know, you kind of get at an internal struggle on that scene, man. Um, but what was what was super interesting is when uh, the politician met up with Franklin, and you know, he was he was talking about what he was supposed to do and getting with him to get shit done. What did you think about that? Um I, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I think what's really gonna be interesting is the, the dinner. Um when when mm-hmm. they sit together. Because like this meeting well what they, they showed us was very short. And like Franklin was just like, yo, what would you do? He was like first he said I would ask for 10%. And then he yeah. said, well actually I would demand 10%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then that's when you can see like, okay, this this relationship, because the thing is, he knows Franklin's still selling drugs. Even though the mom was like, we're not in that business anymore. Yeah. He's still like fine with his donations being funded by drug money. I mean, so who would? We you are saying who would? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's 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 completely fine with that. So I think that they're they're gonna they're gonna scratch each other's back, and I think yeah. that this meeting is gonna be very interesting because with Franklin and Sissy coming through with the properties that he couldn't get, he couldn't yeah. get that though the area without them, and the only thing that they asked for so far is just to get a cop demoted. So I think that we're gonna learn a little more with this next meeting at this dinner that they're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my initial uh, reaction to that. Well, seeing the way that everything is playing out, we know that's episode four. Well, I ain't gonna say no. We can kind of take a shot at episode four being the episode about Scully. Um, okay. at least I think that's how it's gonna be, right? So now that we know, you know, what I'm saying Scully is still alive, we know that. He done sent the, the goons out to get Franklin. Um, do you think that this is going to, and I know you said something about it earlier, but I, for, for for like a little small thing, bro, I think that this is going to kind of bring Man Boy and Franklin a little bit more together. And I think this is going to piece up Man Boy, Franklin, and Leon. So how do you feel about this Scully situation and what you think they're going to bring uh, or what you think they're going to kind of present on, on this next episode or maybe in the future? 
Oh, I, well, from from the from the previews, uh, it seemed like there's a situation that's going to happen where now we don't know the context of Franklin pulling a gun on Leon. We don't know the context of it, but I think that with Leon having a conversation with his dude, as far as like how things is going down in his front end with Wanda about, yeah. you know, like you said, complaining about the drugs and stuff, and then oh, he has that little moment. With, too. Yeah, because and and that's why I was headed because he is like, yo, what happened to you? And I'm like, Motherfucker, you happened to her. What you mean? Yeah. Like, you know what? And, and this is why I say sometimes you got to be careful with your words and when you say situations. Yeah. You're going to tell Franklin that's the cost of business. Dude, this is the cost of business. This shit right. hit home. This was a girl that you was basically in love with and she got hooked on the product that you sell. So now Wanda is, is getting so strung out. It's got a tooth that came out. So it's like is it like what like the thing is let me let me ask you this because I mean just me I don't know much about crackheads. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking it's just a situation where you know with the product that they putting out you know, it's giving her tooth decay, making her shit weak, and her teeth just starting to fall out like crackheads. You know, because a lot of crackheads don't have a lot of teeth. So do you think it's just something just as simple as that as far as, like, her damn tooth, her just pulling her tooth out? 100%, man. Listen, um, when you got to, like, what a lot of people don't know is, is that crack is made with... um. It's made with a it's made with a base, right? So like cocaine is for the most part acidic. This is this is like scientific shit. So cocaine is like acidic. That's why it reacts to your body the way it reacts to your body. And then you use flour for it to even it out. That's why they say they cut it. So you basically use anything that's more so of like a um, a base or whatever, I guess you could call it that, to kind of even out that acidity of the cocaine. So the more base you use, the lower the, you know what I'm saying, like the lower the value of the cocaine, that's what they say it's stepped on. And so, you know what I'm saying, like if you use like Arm & Hammer baking soda, baking soda don't got a, a certain amount of acidity to it, so you know, that's what they use, but depending on what you use, that shit could be bad, that shit could be amazing, that shit could be in between, whatever. And so with him only having so much cocaine to even make the crack, which you know what I'm saying, we go back to season two where he was like, yo, we already cutting it down so far, he said, yo, cut that shit even more. So he's trying to stretch out a certain amount of cocaine to be able to keep producing, producing, producing until they can get more. So that means that the potency of it is going down, you know what I'm saying, further and further and further. So it's it's like all kind of shit can happen. Like, I don't know, like they could smoke the shit, teeth fall out. They could smoke the shit, go blind. Like it's 
anything can happen with that shit. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's chemistry. So you never know what the reaction is to somebody's body. So what I found, what I found interesting was, um, and shout out to Gail Bean who plays Wanda. She was, uh, she was in Insecure and a whole bunch of other shit too. But what I found interesting was the re- like that weird little revelation that she had. So when she pulled her tooth out, she goes find like the mirror in the junkyard that they was in or whatever, and she looking at herself and she kind of seeing like yo like because it, it was funny that Leon even said that like yo what the fuck happened to you? So you could kind of see that that kind of played back in her head like. Yo, look at me. Like, I used to be the shit. Now I'm just, I'm a crackhead. I mean, I'm sure they ain't, they called them base heads back then, but you know what I'm saying? She's like, I'm a crackhead. I'm smoking crack rock. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Do you, you think it, What's up? Do, do you think it's more that she's not really getting high because the potency's down so far? Like, so yeah. she's not really. Yeah. She's not giving what she she's not getting that regular high to well, where that, it, not only it that, takes her mind off of it, but it's like now. Not only that, it's like so if you if you ever been around people that smoke crack or if you know anything about people that smoke crack, right? Like the first time you get high is that's they say that that's the most intense high you'll ever get. You'll never get that high again, and that's why some people like. Um, I remember, like back in the day, they used to have songs like "Puff the Magic Dragon" and all that shit. So they they let you know, like you know, so or you chasing that? They say they chasing the high. Like the reason they say they chasing the high is because they start doing odd shit just to get that first high back, like to get the feeling that they had off that first high. So at this point, as long as she been smoking it and everything else, we don't know how far they done went into it so far, but you know what I'm saying? Like, at this point, we know, like, she done got deep into it. Like, she done got deep into it to where she know how to make this shit. She know how to, you know what I'm saying, sell it, smoke it, all that. She done been there in the operation. So, at this point, she's looking at it like, yeah, I'm not getting as high as I used to, but at the same time, I don't think that was the point that really messed her up. I think it was the point that when they start laughing, you know what I'm saying? She still, you got to remember, she's still a woman. She still got them emotions. So it's like, remember, she she even said, like, yo, what the fuck y'all laughing at? And it's like, she's starting to realize, like, yo, like, I'm better than this shit. Like, why the fuck am I? So I think we really going to see a transformation from Wanda. I think Wanda is going to somehow get a way to get herself back to, you know what I'm saying, that original Wanda that we seen. And I don't know if that's going to fuck with Leon or not, but I do think that she's going to find her way into, you know what I'm saying, a different situation because remember, first episode, we saw that with Mel. Mel is also a reformed crackhead. First episode, she looked cleaned up. She looked just like she did. So we know that it's possible, but I think we'll actually get to see the transformation with Wanda's character. Now, what I'm interested to see is where Mel falls into all of this because they brought her back on the first episode. We ain't seen her since. So I want to know where she ends up falling in between all this because Irene is doing mm-hmm. some digging, and I think that with Irene doing the digging, Mel is going to pop back up in Franklin's life somehow. 
Yeah, I mean that that was one of the things that you said earlier was you think that she's gonna come back and you know uh, Sissy's gonna be the one to take her out um, because you know because from from my assumption you feel that she don't have any good she don't have any good intentions of being back good with Franklin and she know that Franklin was at some point in love with this girl so she's gonna have to be the one you know what I'm saying to get her hands dirty. but yeah, man, like my my um my prediction on I I'm with you on the Wanda thing. Mm-hmm. I think that she's gonna end up being um rehabilitated uh, yep. in a way. Yep. I think that Franklin and I think that also when we do this, are we doing like like our our predictions on just episode four? I mean, you could you could do it anyway. We ain't got to necessarily do it for the next episode. You, if you want to do one for a season or whatever, we just make some predictions. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like uh, uh, you're on the right track. Um, as far as I, I, th- I do think that that's gonna happen to Wanda. I think that uh, Mel is gonna come back. But I, I think that okay. So a prediction that I would have for for episode four though is. We're gonna get another appearance from Scully. I think Scully's gonna pop back up. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that this meeting with with uh, with Paul Davis is going to go. I think I think it's gonna go well, and I think that Franklin is going to realize that these politicians is just as fucked up as me selling these drugs. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what Franklin is gonna pull from this meeting. If they have this meeting in episode four. I think that that's what Franklin's gonna come away with. It's like these dudes is just as fucked up as what I'm doing, but very, very useful. Um, I agree. I think that I, I'll even add a little bit of sauce onto that. I think that what's gonna happen is that Franklin is gonna find out about these politicians. He's gonna find out that um, they can definitely be bought with money. But I also think that Reed is gonna play a part in that as well. So he's going to bring in um, that that big government aspect of it to where I think that Franklin is going to mention it or he'll find out that Franklin is doing that in somehow, some way, and then Reed is going to be involved in that aspect as well. Um, I think, like I said before, I think that Wanda is going to get rehabilitated. Um, Mel is going to come back. But this is what I also think. I think that... And I don't, I don't, I don't really see it at this point. But this is just a hot take. So you know, what I'm saying right now, I don't got nothing to back it up. But my guess is, since Jerome has a body under his belt now, um, and he's dealing with, you know, that first kill. I think that he's going to be the one to kill Scully. Okay. So that's my that's my that. hot take. Yeah, that's my hot take. I think I think he's going to be the one to um, eventually kill Scully. I don't know how that'll play out per se, but I think that somehow, some way, like he's going to be the one that end up killing Scully. Uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little opposite just just a you know little bet thing. I think it might be the auntie. Mm. I think I think the auntie might you think be. Lou gonna do you it? know she got she got. I, I think that she's. I think that she will have a, a better way of getting close to Scully to a point where. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like a meeting. I think right. it's just going to be like the main focus is going to be like on Jerome or mm-hmm. Franklin or even even if Leon get involved. And I think that she's just going to just pop out of nowhere and put one right back his damn head. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think I think it might be Auntie be the one who uh, who who uh, takes Scully out. Okay, and then um, last one before we get up out of here, man. Um, Leon, where do we see Leon's storyline from this point forward? What do you What do you think is going to happen? Do you think that because all right, like I said, I think that this Scully situation is going to bring Franklin and Leon back together, and I think that's going to bring them closer to Man Boy. Even though he a high head, I think that this is the season that. All that shit get cut, and I think that they end up somehow. He end up taking um, Kevin's place in a way. Okay. Um. I like I said earlier, they, they showed a preview for the season, and I mm-hmm. said that we don't know the context of Franklin pulling a gun on Leon. Right. I think it's. I think that scene is going to be a situation where it's like he's pointing the gun at him mm-hmm. and they're going to kind of like do the little flip the gun thing and like give it to him. I think it's going to be more of that type of situation. I don't think it's yeah. like a, you know, him pressuring him to do something and he pull a gun on him to get him to mm-hmm. do something. I think it's one of those situations where like he pointed at him and then he flip it and like hands it to him. And like maybe that's like that situation of them like, you know, him handing that gun over to him and like, yo, like, you're not my driver. You know what I'm saying? You're not a worker. You're my partner. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I think like the handing the gun over is going to be more of a like, yo, we partners in this type of thing. So I think that they're going to link back up. But I also think it's going to be a link up that's going to. Also, I think Leon has been backed into a corner because he know that he can't get a connect from somewhere else and his product is pretty right. much gone. So right. that's going to be another reason why he gets back with Franklin. That's interesting. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I stopped watching when they do the, the next time on Snowfall shit, right? Because what I've learned is that they edit and chop that shit up so much mm-hmm. to where they do that for a reason to keep you kind of off of the storyline, so I don't think that he's even mm-hmm. pointing that gun at Leon. I think that he's pointing that gun at somebody else, and Leon is there to stop him from shooting somebody. Okay. So okay. it's gonna be I can see, I can see that as well. I can see that as well. Yeah, but that, that's another thing. I like, like to take you had though. I, I like watching it. Be- if it go down the way you said it goes down, oh my god, that shit is going. That shit is going to bring tears to people's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, niggas is going to cut that scene, bro. 
Oh man. But that's the thing, but we're we gonna see. We're gonna see mm-hmm. because like this show, this show is so dope, man. Like yeah. it is it this this show is definitely, man, in, in my in my top three. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 100%, man. Like shows. Cause I don't put I don't put sitcoms with shows. Right. I separate those. So well, like shows. Yeah. Like like I wouldn't say Martin, even though Martin is like one of the like like well, it's, godly. I, I know exactly but, what you're saying because it's like with sitcoms, there's really no, there's no um, specific storyline that you have to follow. With sitcoms, there's like a, a skeleton basically, like you know what I'm saying, man and woman. Uh, I don't know, they might have you know what I'm saying like the mom living with them or some shit like that, and then they just go through different storylines each episode. But with shows, it's like. Mm-hmm. We have a direction that we're going. This is the storyline. We're gonna stick with it. This is what's gonna happen episode after episode after episode. And it's basically, you know what I'm saying, like going in a, a, a certain path. But with sitcoms, it's like one episode, it could be, I don't know, they digging themselves out of a uh out of a hole. The next episode, they could be flying on a plane to Jamaica. We don't know. So it's like, you know what I'm saying, ain't no continuation in sitcoms. I know exactly what you're saying though. Yeah, yeah, man. It's 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 dope. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say that I put it out there because it's not finished and we don't know how it ends, but right. it's just like it's it's been so good, man. Mm-hmm. Through three mm-hmm. almost and a half seasons. I mean not they not ki- one they, they killing the shit, man. They killing not one, bro, not one, bro. It's like no. it's so it's crazy because you know, you don't really expect that from a guy like John Singleton who does movies. You know what I'm saying? For him to really put together a a television show that's, you know what I'm saying, at this magnitude is just like, you know what I'm saying? You would usually think it would be like a fail. That's like Quentin Tarantino putting like a, a, like a, a, a Japanese type television show together where, you know what I'm saying, like it's a bunch of samurais and shit like that. Like the where, you know what I'm saying, the where he can get all the shit off in the movie that he would probably want to, but he extend that shit out to a television show and he's just every episode is just giving you everything you need. It's 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 that type of shit. Yeah. I feel what you're saying. Yeah. I feel what you're saying. I got you. I got you. It's it's whoo <clears throat> why? Hey as far as appointment TV, this is it man. Like it's... Yeah, one hundred percent. There ain't a lot there ain't a lot of shit there ain't a lot of shit that's like, you know, that they, like, cause Netflix has, and, and I know we're rambling right now, we'll go ahead and end yeah. the pod, but like Netflix got everybody in this thing where like they throw a show up and, and you can watch all Man, of them. what? You, you know, got and to. it's like, and it's like a lot of people have lost that or people that are like yeah. younger than us. Yeah. They don't understand like, yo, this is what it was. Like we had to, now, even though, I, I mean, I've been DVRing it, but. Well, you know, back think, in the day, I think a little bit of that is still kind of there with like, you know, what I'm saying like you got power and shit like that. But it's just for me, it's just not that it ain't it don't got that same feel that Snowfall got. Yeah, because it's like it comes on Wednesdays at ten, and it's like yeah, yeah, like like yo, like you you're not you're not getting it early, right? 
And like back then, like you had to watch it when it came on. And it's like, exactly. even though we got the DVR option, this show is so good. The only reason I don't is because usually I pod on Wednesdays and then it right. come on as late as it do. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to get up pretty early to get the, you know, the kids ready and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. So it's just like I watch it on Thursday because I don't have a pod that day. So that's exactly. what I've been doing. And so, but it's hard though. It's hard because I've been wanting to watch it when it's on. But I then know. I also, hey, listen, I, I get I, the I DVR and I watch it. So it's just like, because just in case I fall asleep, I got to make sure I see all that shit. But the best part about DVR is you can fast forward through the through the uh, commercials. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. That's that's <laughs> the one best part about it. Yep, that's the best facts. part about it, man. Straight facts. Yeah, man. So, so uh, um. Damn. This next joint we got. You know what I'm saying? We're doing another appreciation. You know what I'm saying? We're getting back into the appreciation bag, man. Um, This actor is, man, has been in so many different movies, has done so many different styles of movies. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I actually have a favorite from this actor, so yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is this is how yo, good this person is. Yo, like this person, man, straight out of South Africa. Oh yes, like yes, don't like like motherfuckers don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, when they see this shit, yo, they gonna be so fucking fucked up. Yo, yeah. like, big, like, people, they, they are really, really as much stuff that they've been in. They've been very underappreciated, man. Yeah, like yeah. I don't see how this person. I mean, this person transformed himself into a monster, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Literally, literally. So it's like. Hey, to, to, and, to and, do... and one movie, and one movie, they kept coming back from the dead. Yes, and, and look, this person like have done everything from the fact of like being a superhero to mm-hmm. a serial killer to mm-hmm. a housewife, like everything, an assassin. Like yo, like this person has killed it in, into. And to hear the backstory of, I'll say this, and, we, and we'll let it go. To to come from South Africa, not really knowing English, mm. and to and to become what they have became, yeah, nuts, my guy, nuts, yeah, crazy. Yeah, I I agree. I definitely agree. So um, you know what I'm saying. Tuesday, man, y'all stay to it. You know what I'm saying? We got something special for y'all coming up. Y'all be there, be square. Um, but you guys can follow me at Scoots Bronson on Twitter. Instagram is Scoots Bronson underscore TV. Of course, the YouTube is Scoots Bronson TV. If you're watching it, hit that subscribe, hit that like button. Um, if you're not watching it and you're listening, you can go to YouTube and watch us, of course. Um, but if you're listening, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're a first-time listener. If you're not a first-time listener, share it with a friend. Make sure, man, you guys go to the Viewers Anonymous podcast watch group on Facebook. It's growing. It is growing. It is growing. 
as Doc Foster is doing his thing, man. He is getting people in there. Don't you be the person that he gets in there. Get in there before he gets to you. You jump at it. <laughs> get there, man. You know what I'm saying? But we, we are actually growing, man. You know what I'm saying? Salute to all the people that are joining up. Like we said, we got a lot of stuff going on. We got some things that we got in mind. We want to make sure that we got enough people to do it. And we want to make sure we, we just have a broader fan base. That way we can uh, get some good ideas from you guys. We can, you know, kind of see where, you know, saying you guys want, to, want us to take this podcast. But until then, make sure you hit that uh, request or make sure you just add yourself in there. We always looking for new members. Come on and join up. Yes, sir, man. And I'm trying my best, man. Uh, also, man, uh, there was no stolen time podcast this past week on uh, this previous week. Uh, you know, Uncle Washington, you know, having some health things, but you know, uh, I keep the people updated, not going to get too far into it, but you know what I'm saying? He's going through some things, but it's definitely going to be, um, a stolen time. It might end up being two, um, stolen times coming out this week. I got, uh, a huge episode coming up, man. Uh, I just got confirmation on some things. So be on the lookout, man, the 28 Minutes or Less podcast and the Stolen Time podcast. And um, everybody, please go support the uh, the last episode I did. I'm um, saying shout out to the guy, Nate. You know what I'm saying? Jumping on the podcast with me. Um, I appreciate him. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's a, uh, a loyal supporter, you know what I'm saying, of the podcast, of all the podcasts. So I appreciate everything he did. And, you know, I appreciate him coming on. So go check out episode 37. Um, that I did with a guy, Nate. Um, also, um, you can follow me at um, the Stolen Time Podcast on Facebook, Stolen Time Pie on Instagram, and S.Foster8 on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we're going to keep bringing y'all the heat, man. For sure. For sure, man. Um, once again, thank you guys for supporting. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. We definitely appreciate it. We'll see you guys Tuesday. With that being said, like they say in Hollywood, it's a wrap. Cut.